Hey, hey, hey. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through and beyond the norm and mundane or where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So today's episode is literally titled as Life Worth Living. And um, I think it's very important to talk about this topic because I feel like there's a lot of things out there where people aren't really um, speaking out there as far as like life worth living. Like, I feel like people aren't explaining why are they here? Like, what's their purpose? And it's okay if you're still finding your purpose, you know, you're always going to refine your skill set. You're going to refine everything as life goes on and things are going to happen to you where certain things make sense at the time. And then they don't necessarily make any sense later. That's life. But the whole point is, is it still worth living? And that's the point we're trying to get to the bottom of today. And I think Jay said something good. I'm glad, I'm actually glad you said that because you gave me um, a good talking point. But, you know, so this is one of those things that for me is complex because our lives are, I mean, they're individual, you know, to us. So I can't, you know, I can't jump on here and start telling you what that definition is for, the definition is for you because it is more so about like us identifying what we see our purpose as and then like learning to or finding a way to live in kind of that uh like paradigm kind of that we that's the right word to kind of uh kind of live in that like in that kind of uh that zone but like one of the like <laughs> when i think about this is it's like what is that like how do you define for like for yourself on that on the individual level like how do you know what life like what version of your life or what like what is it like what does that like what makes your life valuable like what gives your life meaning and i think at that point like that's where you have to kind of start like trying to dive deep but um john kind of swing it back to you and get kind of your your insights on that yeah so when you think of the question that marcus asked which is what does um a life worth living mean to you um simply you know worth living you know life is all about the challenges right And to be honest with you, the challenges that you go through are strictly made by you. Whether you realize it, the whole point of living life is everything's done based on choice. That's that's one of the main purposes of living life, especially um, in my opinion. You know, you, you definitely have a choice to do everything. The way you wake up, the way you do things, how you make money, how you wanna go about things. If you wanna be a rebel, you can be a rebel. If you want to reform yourself and become whatever, <laughs> you know, um, you, you can do that. And I think that um, a lot of people don't realize, like, you can avoid challenges. You can passively accept things like, you know, what I'm saying like it's all free range. So what more do you necessarily need as far as a reasoning to keep it going? And in all fairness, I could be devil's advocate and be like, OK, then with that being said, then what's wrong with people uh, deciding not to uh, continue their life? They rather cut it short. I mean, you have that freedom too as as well. Um, but I think that a lot of people don't realize that that's more like a self-centered approach. And realistically, life is all about you because you're living it. That's one. And I feel like those people kind of lose sight of that. 
just because they think that they messed up so bad or they're in a situation that they feel like they can never get out of. They feel like they're in a box. So whenever I think of somebody doing that, I feel like they put themselves in a box mentally and they're not thinking about how it may impact others first and foremost, you know, especially if you feeding people, you know, people are living off of you and that kind of stuff that can um, definitely uh, cause some traumatic experiences for other people's life. You know, that's something they have to carry for the rest of their life. What about those people you got into it with? And, you know, they had no clue that you was thinking about something totally different, but you didn't get a chance to address that before you took yourself out the game, you know? So now they're stuck for the rest of their life that they did something to uh, fuel that cause or that uh, caused that transaction. Um, so, you know, it's just, you know, I could talk more about it, but it's just more or less just like, you know, you lack a sense of who you are as a person. And I feel like you need to really find that. And in order for you to find that, you really need to have a healthy balance of everything. And not only that, you need to establish like a routine. You know, I feel like those people that really do run into hard times is because they don't have a routine going on. You know, if you have a routine created, it's less likely that things will go differently just because you've been doing it for so long. So if you have a routine going on, say one thing on your routine doesn't go as planned, that's cool. That's fine, right? You might even be annoyed. You might even be ticked off to the point where you might cuss out loud or you might vent to somebody. That's cool. But you also realize there's other things to look forward to. And that's the point I'm trying to make. So <clears throat> where does, like, when we, when we look at our, well, I was just like, where does, like, what's the ideal image that we have for our lives? Now, like I said before, it's going to be different for everybody. But one of the things that I think that's important is, like, where does that ideal image of the life that we have envisioned for ourselves, where does that come from? Like, what are you really thinking about when, like, when someone's not happy with their life, it's because there's these situations that are occurring that aren't in alignment with the vision that they've had for themselves or the idea that they have for their lives. So to even like when you start to get, like when you start to get into the, well, like this is what you need to do and all of these things, but there's a, like there's a root, like cause of the issues that we have. And it's a lot of, just because we, like we really, we have a lot of options to like numb ourselves to our actual reality. Like more than ever, there's, I mean, there's so many things that we have the option to escape into. And I think that because we don't like really take the time, because I mean, like life just is all like, you can't pause it. It's not a game. Like you can't, you can't stop it just to like gather yourself and get yourself together. So when you find somebody, Joe, as you're mentioning, if you find somebody who's not happy and they're contemplating like doing these, like engaging in these destructive behaviors, it's because something that they envision is like their life isn't going how they want it. But the question I pose is what is the life that you want? And then kind of start like working your way like down from there. Uh, but that's that's where I think because you have to identify and even the idea that you or that we have for our lives, like who did it come from? Where did it come from? I mean, I can't even tell you where, honestly, like where the, the origin point was and what all the things that kind of played into me wanting to, not in this, in a time that we have available to even go through that path of discovery, trying to like have that conversation. But like, where did it come from? 
Like, why do you like, why are you unhappy? Because a lot of us are unhappy and there's a lot of people that would trade their situation for ours. Like in a heartbeat, they would like love to have our problems, some of our problems. So uh, versus what they have going on. So I think just, I don't know, man, that's, that's great that you said that. I think there's two things that come in mind for me. Uh, one of them would be acceptance, you know, and I think the other one is um, cause and effect. And, you know, when I say cause and effect, I'm more so thinking of like people don't realize the damage or what they're doing until like it's already been done, so to speak. And then they kind of just like, damn, like, <laughs> how am I going to get out of this one? You know, and I think a lot of that plays into stubborn. And you can roll that all up under cause and effect, because I, I I can name many a times where, you know, I didn't listen. And then, you know, um, I had a hard headed outcome. <laughs> you know, it, it, it gets no uh, clearer than that. And as far as acceptance, man, you know, acceptance acceptance is part of life, bro. You know, if you can't accept the fact that you're young and you're going to be old one day, like that's an issue in itself right there. And I'm not saying that it's an easy process to work through because I definitely struggle with it. Like there's things that I can't do that I used to do. And I'm just like, dude, I could do, I could have did this like five years ago, or I could have had this happen five years ago. Now I can't do it. So now I'm just like, dang, man, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not me no more, but realistically, you need to take in all factors and cause like we're only here for uh, a short amount of time. And you, you know, you really have to take some of those things into consideration and let's, let's not talk about you getting sick or ill, God forbid, but if you get sick or ill, man, you know, there's only so much you can do about that, man. You kind of have to roll with the punches and accept and take what you can get. Um, you know, um, <laughs> you know, of course, do all you can, but sometimes you're in a situation where you have to accept what, what you can. And, you know, if you can't accept that, man, that's going to eat you alive and probably cause more problems for you, especially health wise. Oh, I think with the age piece, um, we're going to talk about that too here in another episode, but I'll save some of that for there. But, <laughs> but, uh, so, like we we kind of grew up, man. I'm trying not to blend these episodes together, but Joe, that's on you, man. But but uh, but okay. So when you, when you go back to uh, just you know, just Joe, how you're kind of saying like finding your purpose and understanding that, but then you start to ask yourself like, well, just you know, how do you even figure that out? So so some of it, like one part of it, like when you're looking for a purpose, like sometimes your purpose is a thing that like it comes natural to you, and it's like you're good at it and you don't even think about it when you're doing it. So I've been doing these things where like I've been trying to like throughout the day kind of gauge like my mood because my mood's been a bit like off. I don't know if it's because my portfolio's down but my investments. I don't know what it is, but I've been trying to figure out like what is going on. So I've been throughout the day, I've been sitting like I've sit there and I'm at work and I'm just thinking like, man, like my energy feels off. Like something's just not going right. And like, I'm trying to really trying to figure out like why my like mood is kind of off. So what I started to do is like, after I do certain activities, I kind of like ask myself, like, how am I feeling after I do it? So I can, cause I'm, you're trying to work yourself to like the root cause of the problem. So you can identify it and work on it. And 
one thing that I did was because in you know my my job, I had the opportunity to work with uh, entrepreneur like investors, pretty much entrepreneurs uh, in real estate, and I had a couple meetings with a couple of my students like back to back. So I was on these calls. I was on these calls for maybe. I think I was probably on calls for probably two and a half hours, like back to back. Um, and then when I got off of those calls, I had took a tally of how I was feeling before I got on those calls and how I felt after I had got off those calls and my mood after I even, these were like, one of these calls is actually pretty challenging because the folks I was working with had a lot of issues they were trying to work through. But through helping, like through helping those folks I was working with, like I got off of those calls and my mood was elevated. So I, told myself like I kind of processed that in real time and I told myself it's the reason I my mood had jumped is because I was helping people like I was having conversations with people yes I was working yes I was working but I was doing something that I have a passion for so it's like it wasn't an energy drain because I was in there locking and helping people try to you know figure out strategies and stuff so these people can position themselves to reach the goals that they have in life so I'm just trying to help other people be great is really what I'm doing. So that elevated me. And I think when you figure that out, and that's one of the things, and that's like a tip, something that you can do. Like start to try to like gauge your mood throughout the day and ask yourself, like after you do a certain activity, like there might be something that you're doing that kind of like pulls you down. And if you understand that, you can position yourself more to where you're doing more of the activity that like improves your mood makes you feel better and like that's like very helpful and that's like one step in the right direction is to just even knowing what like drains you that's excellent because then you can start to put things in place to minimize those effects bingo so marcus i got a question for you do you believe in this uh well i'm sure you're gonna agree but i'm gonna say it anyways but um i would love to hear what you got to say about this um, the brains of believers and non-believers work differently. Do you agree with that? Yeah, can you elaborate on that? Um, so imagine someone listening to this, right? And what they're saying or what they're hearing from us, they're calling bull uh, uh, BS, okay? I'm trying to edit myself. Uh, BS. <laughs> So, you know, they already, their minds already shut off to this. So that would label them as a non-believer, I would think. And, you know, with you being a believer in life, you know, being totally worth living, um, you know, I feel like their whole mindset or their whole perspective at that moment or at that point, you know, like pretty much it's almost like impossible for you to convince that person um, to get on the right path is, is kind of the approach I'm trying to tackle it as like people don't take into consideration like you may be gassed up and excited about something but nothing's more upsetting than trying to explain to somebody that um, doesn't believe in your your methodology or your level of thinking um, you know, you're, but you trying to convince them, like, there's some good people that are good at that. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like it gets to a point, or do you think it gets to a point where you feel like, you know, that person's wasting their time or wasting their energy on trying to change that person's mind? They don't believe, they don't believe your methodology, like you're, where you coming from. Yeah. 
All right, so I used to younger, younger, much younger me <laughs> would I would sit there and I would try. I think I still kind of I wouldn't say I struggle with it, but I mean it's a challenge. I don't know if a challenge struggling to challenge are two different things for me. But but uh I think that like sometimes we want to bring people into like we want to bring people in our world and we really want people to understand. Sometimes I think it's too like it's twofold. It's like just being human, we want to connect to uh, with other people, but we also want to be like understood too. Like talk to somebody who feels like they're 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 misunderstood, like they're probably very frustrated. Uh but I think that sometimes like we have these thoughts, we have these ideas, and it's possible that you for one, outgrow people. Also, it's possible that someone's life and their life circumstances don't allow them to see things through the same lens as you. So it's just it's through a string of, you know, like just life experiences that kind of shape how we think. And we have to, and there's a process that allows us to kind of open our minds up to new ideas, to new opinions. But if someone doesn't understand you, then I think there's a point where you have to kind of pull back and just let those people be. And it's like, not everybody's going to agree with you on everything. And it's nice because I think being in agreement with somebody is, it creates like an equilibrium when you're around people, when you kind of share those same ideas, but that's not, it's not reality. So, so, uh, I don't know. It's like not not everybody. Like even when you know you're right. Like when you really like when you really know that you're right too. Like not when you just like you think you think you're right. Like when you know, like when you know that you're right. Like sometimes people have to experience it for themselves to really understand it. Um, but some people won't just. Some people won't get it though. They just won't get it and move on. Move on. Well, hey, man, I got a controversial thing. And then the only reason why I yeah, said, okay. it, said it is because, you know, I had an experience this week. Um, you know, I'm obviously not going to put them out there and put them on blast. But when they hear this, they're probably going to feel some type of way. It's all love. It's all love. But, um, you know, I ran into a situation where I've had an opportunity to um, more or less put some money in someone else's pocket. Let's Let's just say that. Um, you know, um, I was granted an opportunity to give them, you know, an opportunity to shine, more or less. Um, I understand they didn't know the background of the opportunity. They don't know the depth of the opportunity because we didn't get that far, right? You know, all I know is they're looking for opportunities because obviously this market is kind of wishy-washy and they were looking for like a good opportunity. So, you know, I dished that out to them because, you know, they didn't want to obviously work for pennies they wanted a, a established um, occupation uh, so I sent them out a referral from where I, I work and um, my place of occupation so to speak um, and um, you know things went great right things went great you know within two days interview crazy right two days that's that's unheard of even with a referral two days that lets you know how bad they hurting for people to come in and you know do the, do the thing perform and you know before i even got a chance to really open up and tell this person about how great this opportunity is because i'm i have foresight you know i'm looking at the bigger picture like i'm not thinking about your entry point i'm thinking about you just set yourself up to be good you good bro you ain't gotta go nowhere 
if you don't want to. Like, you good. I guarantee you nobody's going to match this. <laughs> One of those opportunities. And um, they took it as far as, you know, the interview and everything. And then they texted me. And I respect them so much for this, man. But I think you also got to understand my level of in, insight, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not, it's not about me in this situation, but I'm just saying, like, any, if it was like older me, I probably would have went off, right? So the person, younger, you, younger, you, okay. younger okay. me, younger Joe, younger Joe would have went off. But right. now I'm older, I, I, I'm seeing all perspectives. So with the situation, basically, um, the person was interested in the uh, position as far as I know, right? The only thing that's communicated to me is they appreciate that I reached out to them and try to help them out and everything like that. And then, you know, somewhere in the middle of the text, it was just saying, but I'm going to have to maybe pass on this offer or opportunity. I almost didn't read more because I'm just like, I just wasted all my time on trying to get you right and get you in the right position. And, you know, you was telling me that you were looking for another opportunity and here it is. But now you don't want to take it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, wow, wow, man, wow. <laughs> but I get it because it's based off of a health reason. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you think of like a Kyrie Irving situation, that's kind of what the situation was. You know, they didn't want to be vaccinated. And I totally respect that, man. Totally get it. Totally understand. I have nothing against anybody's beliefs. That's your body. You can do whatever the hell you want with that. Um, so, you know, with my reply or my response, more or less, I was just like, hey, man, that's your personal decision. You do what you do. And I left it alone. Now, if we talking about the old me, <laughs> I probably would have said a few words, um, not necessarily spiteful, but I guess you could mark it off as being um, petty, so to speak. And, you know, it's not necessary, bro. We grown, you know what I'm saying? They said they did right by me as far as saying like, you know, I apologize. And, but, you know, this goes, you know, this goes against what I stand for currently. I'm interested, but, you know, obviously they're not that damn interested because they want to, you know, try to look at something else. Totally get it, man. And I highly respect that person for that. So if you're listening, I highly respect for you. I have, you know, I have not, I have not lost my respect for you. I'm not upset. You know what I'm saying? Kudos to you. But hey, man, you was in the door. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. But I'm just saying, like, you know, it goes back to that statement where it's just like the brains of believers and non-believers work differently. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what she's thinking or he's thinking. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what their situation is, you know, as far as that. You know, they told me what I needed to know. And then that was it, you know. There's no point in prying into that. And I think a lot of people, when you're trying to convince somebody and stuff like that, they already have their damn mind made up. So what's the point of pissing them off even more or pissing yourself off even more trying to convince them other self? That's all I'm saying. So are you saying this person didn't want this position because they didn't want to get vaccinated? Yes. Man, let me get into these tips. For my... <laughs> Listen, man, I ain't even about to touch that. I ain't... <laughs> Touching that. I ain't touching it. All right. So, so um, the one thing I want to share for me as we're running up on Twitter already over time here, really, but seven, like when we think about, all right, so you're, you're trying to ask yourself the right question. Sometimes it's a matter of like just doing the work. Like we talk about putting the work in, like sometimes it's like putting the, the time in for yourself. So, 
one thing that you can do is, and I was, I'm going to try my best to attach this article, this link to the episode, but like asking yourselves, like the, it's like the seven why method. And this is a method where it is exactly <laughs> what it is, is that you ask yourself why seven times, but you go seven times deep. So this allows you to kind of peel away the layers so you can get to the root cause of the problem. And this is, uh, this is one of those things where, like I call it, you got to do the heavy lifting for yourself because you have to be honest with yourself as to why you're experiencing the issues that you're having and why you're unhappy. So I'm going to try my best to link it. I'll try my best to remember when I, link, when I um, upload this episode to put this article in here that kind of gives you an example of what you can do and how you can take those, those seven whys each layer down and you'll learn something. You're probably going to learn something about yourself, but through learning more about yourself, you will empower yourself to make the decisions to pursue a life that is worth living for yourself. And kind of just, I'll, I'll close on that. You know what? I thought you might have, I thought she was going to take it around with that one. I thought you was really going to uh, go into depth. But like you said, we over time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to end and say, man, obstacles always bring new opportunities. You know, you're not always locked into a certain situation. And without me having that level of intellect based off of experience, that's the reason why I don't flip out when other people turn down opportunities I give them because it might not work for them, but there'll be other opportunities and other chances for them. I'm not saying it would be the best, but you, you don't know that. And with that state of mind, you know, that's how you got to carry things, man. You know, life is worth living. Um, no matter what situation you're in, whatever hard times come through, like I said, obstacles always bring opportunities. So always keep that in mind. And there will always be something to look forward to. The question is, are you looking hard enough? All right. Well, uh, leave it there. Take care and be safe.